Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast that is dedicated to exploring the profound connection between our mental well-being and our overall quality of life. I'm your host Avik and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this journey of personal growth and transformation. In today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us, D Neil Elliot. To the outside world, Neil appeared to have it all a successful career a loving family and a thriving consulting firm however beneath the surface he was facing numerous challenges and finding himself in a dark place but then everything changed through a fortuitous turn of events neil stumbled upon a higher road a path that would lead him to profound personal transformation he discovered the key to unlocking a file life filled with love peace joy and abundance nils perspective shifted and his troubles became the catalyst for a remarkable journey of self awareness and growth Over the course of nearly 3 decades Neil immersed himself in self-help and spiritual teaching searching for answers while many methods offered hope none fulfilled his deepest needs or truly delivered on their promises determined to find a solution Neil dedicated himself to sharing the knowledge he gained and the transformative process he discovered Today Neil join us to unveil his blueprint for personal transformation empowering each of us to break through our entrenched barriers and tap into our own spiritual potential his mission is to provide you regardless of your background or circumstances with the tools and opportunities to draw love peace joy and prosperity into your own life so neil's journey led him to understand that true spiritual growth goes beyond positive thinking or following popularized methods it requires a process to ascend beyond our human ego barriers and open ourselves to higher realms of consciousness through his own experiences and insights he brings us closer to understanding the truth of existence creation and our own divine connection as neil's journey continued he developed a profound contact with the div- divine connection 
that brought clarity, beauty, and immense power through daily meditations, cleansing practices, and the rebuilding of his consciousness. He experienced a transformative shift into higher frequencies of awareness. Join us as we dive into Neil's incredible story and explore the powerful teachings and practices that can help each of us embark on our own journey to self-awareness, love, peace, and joy. Together, we will uncover the blueprint of a healthier mind and a more fulfilling life. So stay tuned for this enlightening conversation with Neil and prepare to be inspired, empowered, and motivated to take your first step towards a healthier mind and a truly fulfilling life. So welcome back and let's jump right into the conversation with Neil. So welcome to the show, Neil. So uh, it's such a pleasure to be here, Avik. Uh, thank you so much for such a, a warm and hearty welcome. And uh, I appreciate uh, being here to uh, have a conversation and hopefully, you know, help all of your guests and uh, uh, give them something to think about. Sure. So, uh, so Neil, like, uh, just want to understand before we uh, delve into deeper understanding, uh, can you share with us the pivotal moment uh, or the experience that led you to embark your spiritual journey? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'll give everybody context. So I was born in 1960, a uh, professional engineer, MBA, worked in the corporate world. Uh, two second marriage, you know, between us, we have three kids and uh, five grandkids. So uh, that gives everybody a bit of context. Um, from 2002 to 2015, I, um, <clears throat> in 2002, I decided to go into consulting. So I left gainful employment, went into consulting, uh, life became about work. And, uh, you know, if you don't work, you don't get paid. You take vacation, you don't get paid, you get sick, you don't get paid. So for me, what that did is it put me in this psychological place of work, 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 yeah. uh, still took vacations, but very conscious of that. And the other thing is that in order to get repeat work, you know, you always need to serve your clients and do at the best you can. So you're always on <laughs> trying to trying to do the best you can. <laughs> so a lot of focus on that. And uh, unbeknownst to me, what happened is I just I, I slowly drove myself into this uh, really deep, dark spot and. I wouldn't have at the time described it this way, but I can look back now and describe it this way. I was in this really deep, dark depression. And in 2015, I realized I, I was just not happy with where I was at. You know, I, I made a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. When we went on vacation, it was great. But I was in this really deep, dark spot. And so I picked up some uh, spiritual books. I picked up some uh scientific books and i started to go through a process to try and figure out how can i get out of this place and i spent a couple of years on that all good books and i just uh in 2017 our house had been on the market for five years and it finally sold and i um <clears throat> My wife got on a plane to uh, go across Canada to, from Vancouver to Toronto to visit 
uh, family and friends. And I sat down this in November of 2017. And I sat down in this little one bedroom rental apartment in the city um, and planned out my suicide and crafted my suicide note. I was just, I was done with life. It seemed like no matter what I did, I was miserable. Uh, day to day, I was miserable. Uh, we went on vacation. It was great. Loved it. But, you know, get back to life. And I was just, I was in such misery and such not physical pain, but emotional pain that I thought, if this is all that life is, why would I want to carry on for another 5, 10, 15 years uh, like this? As a matter of fact, I didn't even want to carry on another year like this. And so the selling of our house, uh, I knew then this <clears throat> big debt burden we had would be gone. Uh, my life insurance would help secure my wife's financial future. And so I planned it out, thought, okay, well, we'll get moved, get rid of all the you know crap we accumulate over a lifetime and uh, ease the burden on my wife. And then about three months out, I'll, I'll do the deed. I'll figure out how to do it in a way that nobody knew I was going to do. I could say goodbye to family and friends without them knowing what I was going to do. And so that's what I did. About a week prior to sitting down and crafting that note, I some material fortuitously arrived that promised to liberate me from my thinking if I studied and followed it. And uh, I was looking for any sliver of hope, you know, something to kind of hang on. So I thought, okay, I'll give this one last chance. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, I can always pull the trigger. And so I embarked on this journey of studying this material. And uh, so that was November 2017. I, almost a year to the day, uh, I woke up in the morning. I realized my depression was totally gone. I just, I had this new outlook on life and, and everything was joyful and peaceful. And I looked forward to kind of moving forward in life. And a month later, the end of December, 2018, I went into these two days apart, went into this uh, meditation and I quickly raised the vibrational frequency of my human consciousness. And then all of a sudden, the spiritual energy flowed in through my head, and it uh, filled my body. And then it all of a sudden just, I was totally enveloped, like a, like a deep sea diver suspended in the ocean, totally enveloped in unconditional love. And, it's, and, it, and don't, we don't have the human language to describe it. I, was, I felt totally supported. I felt non-judged. I felt completely loved. No matter what I'd done in the past, what anybody had done to me, I didn't care what aches and pains my body had. I didn't care what illnesses it had. I just wanted to stay there forever. I came out of that meditation, and two days later, I had the exact same meditation. At that point, I knew that this process I followed, that this new information, this new knowledge I gained, <clears throat> enabled me to... Um, uh, cleanse my consciousness, rebuild it, and make this connection back with source, God, Yahweh, the Tao, whatever you want to call it. Make this connection back with source to allow it to enter into me, make itself known to me, and then totally support me in this process, this spiritual journey. And it's just like, 
It's just so beautiful, so incredible. I can't can't describe it. <laughs> if you've read near death experiences, you'll you know people talk about this. I can tell you, you cannot describe it. We just don't have the language. Correct, correct. So, like throughout your journey, like uh, you read countless uh, self help and spiritual books. So, what was missing from those teachings that uh, compelled you to seek a deeper understanding and a more profound transformation? You know, so because I'm a professional engineer, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's many paths to the top of the mountain. So, what resonates? What I needed was I needed something that I could grasp onto and understand to bridge this gap between, you know, what we consider our reality to be our human experience and spirituality. Sure. And so I needed teachings that were logical and rational and consistent with what we know in science today but bridged this gap between, you know, where we are, our current reality, um, and scientific understanding and spirituality. And then, then I, the other thing I needed was I needed this process that was really concrete and really clear in order to do a step-by-step follow-through in terms of what, what one needs to do. And, and then in addition to that, you know, you need to understand what the goal is. You need to understand that if you do these things, this is the kind of experience you uh, can expect or you you may perceive because everybody's journey is going to be different. But it gave me something that I could look forward to. It gave me information that was rational and logical. And it gave me this step-by-step process to get from A to B. And in all of the other teachings, all great teachers, you know, ones you will know about all, you know, Eckhart Tolle and Dr. Wayne Dyer and Carolyn Mice and, you know, all the rest of them, Louise Hay, all great authors, all great stuff, good writers. (laughs) Um, The thing that was missing for me was this rationale and logic that bridged this gap. Great, great. So, so, um, like many people struggle with finding this inner peace uh, uh, among the chaos and challenges in day-to-day life. So how uh, how did you navigate the path uh, to peace? And also, what advice would you give to our listeners who are seeking a sense of calm and serenity? Uh, good questions. Uh, so what advice? Uh, so... You know, uh, let me talk a little bit about my experience. The first thing I had to understand was that what we think is, you know, are the beliefs that we have, what we think is right and wrong, good and bad, true and false. And we all have concepts of what that is for us. The first thing we need to understand is that, and this is what some of the science books help me understand, the, the science books help me understand um, what I'm going to talk about here in a moment, but also the consequences of these beliefs. And so uh, first thing I need to understand was that everything that I think is right or wrong, good or bad, true or false, is really just a belief. Mm-hmm. 
The second thing I needed to understand, well, and then, you know, let me lead on with that a little bit, is if it is just a belief, that means I have the opportunity to change my beliefs if I have a process to do that with. And then the question is, well, then why would I want to change my beliefs? And the answer to that is in some other books I read, which uh, things we know in science today directly link what we think with uh, our health of our body. We either draw illnesses to our body or, um, or health and prosperity to our body through our thinking. And, uh, and then the other thing, uh, I read a book on, um, uh, on the brain that essentially, uh, you know, we can rewire our brain and we can perceive things beyond our brain. So these are, I have all this laid out in my book, but, uh, so with that, with that in mind, then, so if you can understand that your thinking affects your biology, you can change your thinking and what you believe to be right or wrong, good or bad, true or false is really just a belief. That means you can change what you think about. You can change your constructs and your perceptions of the world then what you need is you need to understand, well, what do I change them to? And why do I want to change it? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to change it because your thinking creates your reality. What we see is merely a reflection of our beliefs. And I'll give you an example. So in this pandemic that we you know had recently, uh, there was two women that I know they, they went out for a walk, no one else on the street down the street from us is this historic building that, uh, has these large stairs that goes up to the entry of the second floor. And as they approached the base of those stairs, this elderly woman came out on the second floor and she was really angry and she was yelling and she was screaming and she was pointing down at them. And one of the women at the base of the stairs, she went, Oh my goodness, this woman is dangerous. I need to phone the police. So she pulls out her phone and, uh, you know, phones the police. The other woman at the base of the stairs, she thinks to herself, I wonder if this woman's okay. I wonder if she needs help. So she reached out to her and said, are you okay? Do you need help? As soon as the woman at the top of the stairs heard that, she calmed right down. She explained her story. The only difference between the experience of that event for these two women at the base of the stairs is based on their beliefs. So if you can change your beliefs, you can change what you experience. And so, um, so first thing is you need to understand those things. And then what you need is you need a process. You need an understanding of what your ultimate goal is. And then a process to go through, cleanse your consciousness and rebuild it to be consistent with where we come from and where we return to after death and where you come from is unconditional love and where you return to is unconditional love. And if you want to experience that unconditional love, well, you are here on earth in this 3D form. You need to tap into this. You need to cleanse your consciousness, make this connection with the divine, and then enable and allow the divine to do its love work in you and through you. And when you do that, you will totally change your world. Wow. That's something great. I, yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> and it just keeps getting better and better. The more work you do, the better it is. True, definitely. 
so like um, joy is also often uh, seen as an elusive state of being so uh, how did you discover the connection between joy and your spiritual journey so as you go through this process if you follow this process or another one as you go through this process and there are certain things you need to do and you need to do them daily and one of them is meditation or source of being is uh in a state of equilibrium and silence and it is at a very high vibrational level our human consciousness is at a low vibrational level and in order to connect with the source of our being we need to enter into a state of meditation of silence and stillness in the mind and uh, it takes time but as you go through this process eventually you will feel it as it enters into you and uh you will you will start to actually experience it spirituality is not knowledge it's not oh i need to learn something new as soon as you have a path that's going to work for you and you're willing to do the work day to day then you can get yourself to a state where you allow it to make connection with you because you raise your human consciousness vibrational level to do that as you go through this process and you continue to cleanse yourself and rebuild your consciousness you start to become the embodiment of where we come from and where we come from is unconditional love joy peace prosperity abundance all of these things that are positive so it's not like i made this connection and went oh if i do this i'm going to gain joy i went through this process to allow this state of being to come to the surface and be what i experience and who i am as i as i go through and i shed all of my egoic thinking all of this illusional three-dimensional thinking that we have that keeps us separate from one another and as individuals as you shed that you come back to understand that we are our souls are actually unified in the divine we are we keep our individuality our individuated aspect of ourself but we are actually uh we are actually unified in the divine uh, our souls are and so as you come back you bring this unity back to you and you start to view everything in life this way that your soul is perfect your soul like everybody's soul is perfect it is unconditional love it is joy it is peace and the thing that's preventing you from seeing it is your egoic thinking and when you can change all of that when you cleanse all of that what you do is you allow your soul to gain mastery of your life and when your soul gains mastery of your life you come into this new state of being right like so so you mentioned that um, the importance of aligning our actions thoughts uh, and intentions with our spiritual values so could you, could you provide some guidance on how uh, people can integrate uh, spiritual principles into their daily lives 
and create a more harmonious uh, extension existence. Yeah. So uh, it takes. So you you need to go through a process to understand that um, you need to do this meditation every day consistently. Be it. 10 minutes or 20 minutes, I meditate 90 minutes to two hours every morning without fail. And in that state, what I'm doing is I am making this connection with source, with the divine, with other spiritual beings that are assisting me in this continuing cleansing of the consciousness. And this is not something that happens overnight. And it's not like one day you're here and the next day you're there. This is a gradual thing. So you know, we're incarnated here on earth, you know, many, 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 many times to learn these, uh, to have these experiences that we consider to be contrary to unconditional love. The thing is that we adopt them, we believe them, they become part of our personality as we shape and hone our personality over many, many lifetimes. And then we need to go through a process to rid ourselves of all of these things. We retain our individuality, our experience, plus um, we we come back to a state of of this total cleansing where we step back into the light. And then when you end that lifetime, you return and you don't need to be incarnated here again. And so in order to... Um, to bring these practices into your day-to-day life, you have to have uh, an understanding, or at least what I needed, was I needed an understanding of, of why are we here? What is the process? What are the things that are contrary to unconditional love? And then how do I go through this process of cleansing myself of these things and coming back to our truth? And so that involves doing things like um, stop engaging, you know, everything that you read. So I'll give you an example of this. Everything that you read, everything that you watch on television or in the news media or on your phone (laughs) or on your computer, all of these things permeate your mind and affect your thinking which affects your feelings and the emotions that you experience. And you identify with this thinking and you identify with these emotions. And many times these things are scary and fearful because this is the news. This is the kind of stuff that sells newspapers, so to speak. And so understanding that all of these things are keeping you locked in this three-dimensional experience, keeping you locked in this uh, experience of fear and hate and division and racism and um, feeling less than others, uh, feeling like uh, other people have it all and you have nothing and you're not good enough. You know, all of these things keep you locked in this place. And in order to rid yourself of this, one of the things that I did was I disengaged. I don't listen to the news. I don't read anything that is not spiritual these days. I don't read anything that is like, I used to love murder mysteries and I used to like watching violent films, you know, vengeful Liam Neeson, you know, getting vengeance for his family or his daughter that was taking, you know, those kinds of things. 
I don't watch any of that stuff because what that stuff does is that promotes hate, division, denigration, revenge. It, re- it promotes all of these things which are contrary to unconditional love. Correct. And so uh, if you continue to feed your mind that, so I used to, you know, wake up in the middle of the night, I'd be concerned about, you know, client work or what somebody said to me in the, you know, earlier that day or, or what has to happen tomorrow. So, you know, go to sleep stressed out or, you know, and I'd wake up with these things around the work I was doing, or I'd wake up with, uh you know visions dreams that were affected by this violent film i watched or this murderous you know murder mystery i was reading Mm -hmm. and and if i woke up in the middle of the night and i wasn't thinking about any of those things i'd just make stuff up in my head to worry about (laughs) because this is the state of being that we're in right and so um i disengaged from all of that and my intention now uh, always is to be love. Now, does that mean I'm always loving and I'm always kind? No, it doesn't. I'm I'm still going through this process. I still like you, like everybody, you know, ego is still this part of me. It's the ego is a tool to create individuality out of the unity and the wholeness of the divine to enable your soul to experience the things here that it wants to experience while it's on earth. And so uh, the ego is this tool that has a bunch of good aspects. It, it, you know, it uh, it creates fear in you when you're about to be eaten by a tiger, <laughs> you know, or it gives you a premonition of, oh, don't go down that alley. That's not a good place to go. It draws to you things you need to survive, water and food, things like that. But when the ego is allowed to take control of your life and run your life, and you continually feed yourself with all of these scary things, these news stories, these violent films, these vengeful, hateful, you know, sexual films, you continue to feed yourself and keep yourself locked in the state of this thinking. And it's this thinking that affects your feelings and emotions and keeps you separate and uh, not in contact with our source of our being. So, I stopped listening to all, you know, I stopped watching TV, uh, anything that is not unconditional love, anything that's not loving, I don't watch on TV. Anything that's not humorous, I don't watch on TV. Um, And by humorous, I mean, kind of clean humor, not denigrating humor. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't read newspapers, I don't read any media stuff, I don't pay attention to it. And what I think about, I set my intention always to be loving and kind and generous and prosperous now am i all the time again no i'm not but i'm working on it correct so uh like you have expressed a vision of a new era of love and peace unfolding as more people follow the uh, higher road to spiritual perfection so how do you believe this transformation uh, of an individual level can contribute to a broader collective shift towards love, peace, joy in the world? So um, individually, Mm -hmm. you create every event and every experience that comes into your life through your thinking and your feeling. Mm -hmm. Collectively, we create through consistent thinking, Mm -hmm. um, 
we create things that happen to us at the at a community level at a family level a community level a country level a global level so as more and more individuals start to go through this process to come back to their truth to be this expression of unconditional love to be the embodiment of the divine while you're here on earth we are individually changing our thinking to be that of love and peace and joy and prosperity abundance for all and as more and more of us do this we start to change the collective consciousness of the world and as we when we get to a critical mass uh, of agreed upon outcome we will then start to manifest that agreed upon outcome through our thinking and our feeling to manifest individually collectively and globally and so what we need is a common vision so you know if you follow quantum physics at all you know we live in this um, field of potentiality and so your thinking creates what happens to you that comes in the future individually as the mass changes so timeline is not set there's no set thing that's going to happen but as more and more of us if we can agree on a collective vision of the future where everybody is well fed everybody is well clothed everybody's taken care of everybody's prosperous and abundant where nature flourishes luxuriantly and harmoniously if we can hold these kinds of visions and this collective vision individually but we're doing this in a in more of a collective the more of us that hold this vision the sooner we will manifest this era this uh, new era of love and peace around the world sure sure definitely so like uh so before we wrap up like what final words of wisdom and encouragement would you like to share with our listeners uh who are inspired to embark on their own spiritual journey towards love peace and joy you know i would say that um no matter where you are whether you live on the street or you live in a mansion whether you're ill or half healthy happy or depressed you can totally transform your life uh, but you have to do the work and so what you need is you need a uh you need a process that's going to make sense to you for the construct of your mind and how you think and when you have that process then you need to follow through and as you do it you will start to build faith in what you're doing no it does not happen quickly know that it takes persistence you're almost tested the universe is almost testing you are you going to be persistent and consistent but you know uh if you're consistent and persistent and have the faith that thing good things are going to come to you they will come to you no matter where you are so i would say you know if you pick up a copy of my book read it cover to cover understand the process if it makes sense to you if it if it rings true with you if it if it vibrates with you then follow the process if it doesn't that's okay pick up something else and try that but uh the thing is there's something out there we are here 
to right now the the dispensation of energy around the world is tremendous it is just so beautiful over the last you know 30 years but it's ramped up and this year is a year to pick this up and keep going because this is a year there's going to be a critical shift in consciousness for the global for around the world and we are going to birth a new era and is that era going to be one of love and peace and joy this ultimate or is it going to be something in between that depends on everybody picking up some path to join in this transformation of the world so i encourage i encourage everybody to take the time to 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 rid themselves of all of the things get off your phone <laughs> quit paying attention to your phone disconnect find somewhere silent where your i wear earplugs when i'm meditating soft foam earplugs block out all the noises so i can enter in the silence and stillness start to spend time with yourself and if you can get out in nature get out in nature but spend time with yourself and go into that silent challenge yourself to get into that silence and that stillness be persistent and then if you have this path to follow if you do that i can tell you this this entire your world will totally change you'll just come into this entirely new space of love peace and joy exactly exactly true so uh and that brings to uh, the end of this enlightening episode the unveiling the path embarking on a spiritual journey to love peace and joy i hope people have found our conversation with neel both inspiring and transformative so we have explored the profound impact of spirituality on our quest for love peace and joy and neel has shared invaluable insights and practical guidance on how to embark on your own spiritual journey so remember it's never late to start right so as you continue on your path remember to cultivate self love seek inner peace against life's challenges and embrace joy as a spiritual practice align your actions thoughts and intentions with your spiritual values and surround yourself with supportive communities that share your vision the transformative power of your journey extends beyond uh, yourself so as more and more individuals embark on the higher road to true spiritual perfection we have moved closer to a new era of love peace where these qualities radiate throughout the world so i encourage you to take the advantage the knowledge and insight you have gained from this episode and apply them in your daily life so embrace the beauty of the present moment and let love peace and joy guide your steps so thank you neel for sharing your remarkable journey and the blueprint for personal transformation so your dedication to empowering others is truly inspiring thank you so much it's uh, been a pleasure having a conversation with you today and uh, and i wish you and all of your listeners all the love and the blessings and uh, and peace that uh, that they uh, are looking for
Great, great. And thank you, our wonderful listeners, for joining us on this episode of Embarking on a Spiritual Journey to Love, Peace and Joy. So always remember, as I mentioned, to stay tuned for future episodes where we continue to explore the profound connection between our inner world and our overall well-being. So until next time, may your mind be filled with clarity, your heart with love and your life with abundant peace and joy. So thank you everyone. Thank you for listening.